0: You are
1: now, one, two, three, three, you are
0: now, you are now, are now, tuned in to the Fusebox radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah, you're as good as they say you are, syndicated worldwide, to bring real black radio back to the masses.
1: All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another right. set. Session of the syndicated worldwide fuse box radio broadcast bringing the best yep, of black yep. radio and black media to the masses in different formats since nineteen ninety eight from our foundation at Rutgers University Radio in New Jersey to the present internet world of podcasts yep, yep, yep. net radio and more um doing yep, it yep, up yep. in um twenty twenty one we are recording on the first day of the right. new year. And, um, of course, one is always grateful to um, be here to be able to do this on multiple levels, but especially um, after last year and um, whatnot, um, on micro and macro levels. And um, also just, you know, again, eternally grateful to be here. Um, we're cooling down the DC Metro right now. And um glad to be able to get another um, show out to y'all um this is um DJ Fusion um on the mix and commentary and on the side you got my bro who does the same we we'll have him go ahead and introduce himself to the masses
0: Yes indeed though to the whole we old wide world yes indeed to all the ladies and all the soldiers and yes it is a saw raw Black Hawk aka pretty Ricky McJiggins, you know aka the funky one. Much love to anyone, anyone. We glad you came aboard. We're going to get it down, and the folk, we're going to get down. guess indeed, DJ Fusion is around. Good to be here, and we're loving it. What's the deal, Fusion?
1: Um, the deal is, um, Folks are doing pretty good. First and foremost, I'll do the promo runoff and then we'll definitely get to talking about some things. Um, it's kind of cool that we're starting off the new year in terms of talking about some things old school and new and whatnot. Um, first and foremost, for those who've been listening to us for a long time, we deeply appreciate y'all. For those of y'all who might have just discovered us maybe a few months, weeks ago, or might have just found us by the Googles, we appreciate you and all of that. You can always check out what's going on to Fusebox Radio Broadcast Family at our official website. Fuseboxradio.com, f-u-s-e-b-o-x-r-a-d-i-o.com. You can also check out what goes on with us over at our blog site, which you know you can still reach it at BlackRadiosBack.com. will route to um our up-to-date site, um the BlackRadiosBack 2.0 version with the um the FutonDun.com, t-h-e-f-u-t-o-n-d-u-n.com, where besides yeah, mm-hmm. um, upcoming writing and stuff, um you also have weekly um live stream broadcasts coming through um, oh. to the mix and um, we definitely got more um, programming that's going to be coming through there soon you can literally just go to um, either or site and um, we have the video box there to go and check us out and if you want to check us out through your social media, all the social media is either Fusebox Radio F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O or it is the The TheFutonDone, I should say so twitch.tv slash fusebox radio is for our folks who are on Twitch where besides seeing us DJ, you'll probably see folks video gaming poorly within the next month or two and um whatnot. Um Instagram.com slash fuseboxradio, twitter.com slash fusebox radio, so forth and so on. For our Facebook folks, you can go to Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show. And, you know, besides our shows and stuff we post up, we also have um just random bits of news articles and things that we always find interesting for, you know, peep to check out and read and share, which we definitely appreciate all of y'all who follow us via any means. And lastly, with that, um, if you subscribe to the Box Radio um, at your uh, different um, podcast apps of choice and whatnot, if they have a rating system and you dig what we're doing, please definitely give us a rating that gets us to more people's ears and then all these fancy algorithms and stuff in terms of how folks can go ahead and check us out. Also, too, um... We stream through Mixcloud Live, besides Twitch. So, shout out to Mixcloud. They're one of the only folks right now who actually has um, live video streaming that also pays the artist as well through licensing. And no copyright strikes and stuff. So, that's how we power our stuff um, through the futon done and whatnot. So, follow us on Mixcloud at um, mixcloud.com slash fuseboxradio. And with Mixcloud... um, you know, you get your streaming and stuff, and that's definitely cool. Um, we're going to probably put a lot more of the show's archives onto there because, unfortunately, um, I don't like the terminology hater. It's the only terminology I can think of. Um, some haters have tried to copyright strike us via podcasting, and um, so far we've been pretty good with it or whatever. And I know, you know, seasons and things are changing, and we got people who are more insular with entertainment right now. But quite frankly, um, I don't like it, and you know, we've only really had some of our oldest shows stroke stroke, which I find is very interesting. But that's a rant for another mm-hmm. day and time. But um, mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. go ahead and um, check us out on that, and you know, we're almost at a thousand followers on Mixcloud, which I really appreciate. You know, we're literally a two-person independent um, media structure here, so for folks no to check us out and be super dedicated via any of these means, but especially through something like that, um, we deeply appreciate y'all. You know what I mean? And uh, with things at large, more stuff is to come. Um, One of our graphic design homies is working for some new stuff with us. I'm not going to announce it right now, but people will definitely be checking that out um, later on and all of that. So you're going to be seeing some new design things and whatnot. You might see some gear coming down the mix soon. And, um, you know, now we got the virtual entertainment going on. You know, hopefully when this, you know, Rona calms down a little bit, we'll be back in the live mix more. We'll definitely let y'all know everything that's going on with that too and um we've had people requesting and asking about um, us doing video intros we're working on
0: that (laughs) we are
1: working on that i have the software and stuff we just (laughs) got to get a chance probably for the next weekend or two um to go ahead and um test stuff out before we get there so um y'all can see our pretty faces besides the you know the picture post up on um the gram and um all of that good stuff and yeah um That's the big thing there. And lastly, um, again, I just got to really thank people for the past year. Um, This year, by April, it'll be 23 years I've done the show and whatnot. Um, Pretty much the show is like getting a matchup degree by now or whatever. And um, for those who maybe knew at the end of 2019, I was in a really, really bad car accident. My um, leg was jacked up. My knee was jacked up. So for a period of time, folks weren't able to um, record and do different things. On top of just some, you know not bad life changes but some life changes happening for um on both of our ends and yeah, um yeah. the fact that people were dedicated and you know still checking out the old shows and posting things and you know supporting the futon Dun expansion and other stuff um i just wanted really to say i really appreciate folks because we're in the age right now where there's so much that people can go grasp onto and get into so people taking out their time of their lives to check us out i think is um really a blessing and no um, this show had taken us to lots That's of different good. paths um, throughout the years and um, all of that. And, um, God, I think this year for you will be, damn, I was about to say it's going to be about 17, 18 years. Uh, what is that?
0: Because uh, you that got out the end of 2003?
1: About 17 years. No, 18 years now. 18 mm-hmm. years will be this year.
0: Damn. no doubt. No
1: doubt i yeah. No, seriously, but I um, mean, that's another and, blessing and, and as well, I, you know?
0: I, I, when, 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 what, what was for me is that when I had met you, I had kind of realized that it, it's funny how time works or perception works or you accepting things because I was around people who was doing that and, you know, especially when I was at Howard, you know, and people who were in fine arts, so it was like, I just, I didn't see it then. I mean, you know, I might've done, hey, yo, come do a little mix da, 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 with, you know, I didn't see it then. And then when I met you, it kind of clicked. I was like, Oh, okay. And, you know, I was at, that was at a different leg, you know, a different uh, aspect in my life at that point. But I did just was like, yeah, I think, you know, and, um, but it wasn't for, necessarily for what it became. It was kind of more or less of me thinking about mixes and, you know, kind of, I wasn't thinking about necessarily, you know, if if there's a thing of being influential, I wasn't thinking about it in that way. It was just more like, I was just more thinking about, you know, I was just some stuff I wanted to air out, like musically, that I hadn't had a uh, uh, avenue like stuff that had been bottled up, you know? And so that kind of gave it, you know, you know, that's, you know, I got, you know, I got my records out of storage. So I'm like, you know, looking at them now. So, I mean, it's just good vibrations and, you know, things and of that nature. So it's, um, you know, it's, 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 it's all good. It's all good.
1: No doubt. No doubt. Like, um, you look at stuff like that. It's funny that you mentioned records. Um, we came up in a period of time where everything was very transitional, right? Like we went from CDs and vinyl, mm-hmm. like in terms of like DJ promos, to you know the the MP3 stage now, when people are trying to have you do the streaming services slash DJ thing. It's not necessarily working as mm-hmm. great yet, but because it's early. But um, like you literally kind of have like archives of your life when you look at records and stuff, right? Um, especially yeah. when you're a DJ. I mean, I think if you're a music fan in general, that you know your medium of choice. But especially when you're a DJ, and yeah. um, I bring this up um, to transition to some of the um, commentary parts um, we're going to get into in a minute, um, because um, I'm sure you know folks are aware as of um, broadcast time, um, Daniel Demille, aka Zeb Love X, aka MF Doom, um, transitioned um, earlier this year, but everybody just found out um, yesterday and whatnot no at the age of forty nine. Um definitely um prolific MC, definitely um prolific producer. And I can no definitely say that even if you might not necessarily been a fan of how he you know handled the craft of um hip hop and black music, um, definitely one of the best reinvention stories I think that's come no out in um quite some time. Um I bring I that agree. up um just because one of the first um hip hop direct um promo vinyls I ever got was um from um mf doom for the operation um doomsday um album the um i hear voices part one or whatever and for me back in the day besides the fact that it was like very very early in my like um djing career like maybe like literally maybe like my first year or so or whatever i remember being kind of blown Mm -hmm. because it was like it's this white label right and it didn't really necessarily have the direct stuff on it because, you know, back in the day, sometimes you would get white label promos too. But it only had the um, mm. Doom mask on it. And, mm. you know, folks like um, the Black Hawk and other people who've known me for quite some time know I've always been a comic book fan. Like, you know, I was yammering yeah. about Marvel shit or whatever as a teenager or, you know, young kid head to now. And I'm just there like, what is this of a Marvel Um MF Doom mask? You know what I mean? And this cat's mm. called himself mf doom that's kind of wild and then i like listen to the joint and i'm like and to this day it's one of those joints that they'll play a lot i'm like this production is crazy this dude's like kind of ramming off kilter but you know it's pretty dope i'm really feeling it you know operation doomsday dropped later on and so forth and so on and um, as a person was already a music head you know i had found out that homeboy was zeb lovex X kmd for like my generation um besides folks you know listening to stuff like you know peach fuzz or whatever folks might also know you know them in terms of being on um, the Gas Face single with 3rd Bass. So I was just there like, know. huh, this cat is still, you know, rhyming. Cause I didn't necessarily know at that time the the saga behind KMD and why um the Black Bastards album never dropped. Or whatever. The, they had little Sambo hanging. Or whatever. That's one of the reasons why yeah, he didn't drop yeah. at that time. Through Elektra. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. um, it was just, for me, I was just there like, huh, this cat's kind of reinventing himself for people who had, like, heard the um Operation Doomsday joint, you know, like, people, like, talk about comic book movies like it's nothing now, but it wasn't that way back in the day.
0: No, no, Or,
1: you know, comic book media. Like, this cat was, like, just going into it. I mean, he was going to it on his own vibe, like how people, like, had the little records back in the day that told, um, you know, the little stories or whatever. So he was, like, sampling that up with all these other type of things. And it was like, yeah. yo, you know, this is kind of crazy. And then a year or two later, um, back when they had the um, CMJ music conferences in New York City, um, I ended up seeing yeah. him perform. And, you know, he did a bit of rhyming, you know, he did, like, the B joints or whatever. And I was just there, like, and this probably sounds, like, kind of goofy now. But I'm just there, like, yo, this black, this big black dude is really wearing an MF Dune mask. Performing. <laughs> and it just kind of blew me, but at the same time, like, this is dope that somebody has that ability to do that. Especially at that period of time, like, if people, like, remember the um, mainstream hip-hop vibe then. I think that was when people were trying to get more into, like, the either the glossy gangster thing or, you know, the hardcore street thing, but there was always that renaissance of um, indie hip-hop that people look at. And it's yeah. kind of funny seeing how people look at it now in comparison to back in the day, where it's like, to me, I was just like, this was fresh and new, you know, I was barely above um, mid dumb. you know, I'm doing the radio joints, I'm running around at different events and stuff in general, I'm hopping on the PATH train, New Jersey Transit, etc. And, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to all this stuff, like, you know, um, like, um, when they had Black Lily, for example, that at the different spots uh, where you know, OK, player was doing that with um, Flo Brown and all the mother folks who were performing.
0: Like, uh, when You're able to see like folks uh, like
1: Jill Scott and perform for like Five Bones in the city uh, type of uh, era. Uh, uh, I'm going to the Nia Rican. I'm going to Bowery Poetry Club. Um, right, S.O.B. Right. C.G.B.G. You know, and all that. Like you know, and just right. you know, and just you know, random hole in the wall joint that ain't open right now to see different shows. So you know, seeing Homeboy, you know, do that, and you know make a whole ass career and I'll even, you know, age myself a little bit more. I don't know if folks remember back in the day where you know independent videos were only on VHS. If it was a public access. <laughs> That's one of the first time I saw Doom videos because they had like a little um screening joint and another thing I went to and they were showing all these independent um videos or whatever. So like stuff like that just brings back those memor those those memories and I think you know people associate you know popular culture with good memories and um no, no. doom is one of those cats and also the funny thing about doom when i was having a conversation with folks on facebook yesterday when everybody you know found out the um unfortunate news because um his wife ended up being the one who posted up um the notification to everybody was that you had a whole generation of cats who didn't know doom from that period but learned about doom in the early 2000s mm-hmm. through cartoon network and adult swim like the boondocks mm-hmm. cartoon Aaron magruder had had played different doom stuff um, I don't know how no many God. people remember um Cartoon Network's Adult Swim back in the day, but the commercials would always have all these little like um independent hip hop interludes of beats and rhymes and stuff. No and no. Doom was one of those like major joints in that too. And it was kind of funny because there's cats I know who are like in the um late twenties, early thirties who were talking about I didn't know shit about Doom till I like you know heard the Mouse and the Mask album that was you know cross promoted really heavy at on um Cartoon Network at that time. Mm. And whatever enough and to like you know. So you had that cat who, through multiple generations, like, we could literally be there, like, late 80s, early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, until the stage where I think he might have got his most success in the past maybe 10, 15 years in terms of the public sphere. Of um, mm-hmm. You wouldn't, like, know who this cat is. You know, type of things. And him working with, like, you mm-hmm. know, an insane multitude of people. And I think that's should be something that should always be encouraging if you're just there, like, damn, I ain't blowing up yet, or whatever, whatever. That um you keeping your creative spirit besides it keeping you together, you know, you never know when your success can come. And um no, no. I you know, think that's a dope thing. Um we live in the age of Google, I just want to, to definitely check out all the good Doom joints that he's done, but um go ahead, sorry.
0: Is that um I know Doom different than she does because, you know, I was living in the New York, New Jersey area mm-hmm. when his um first projects were coming out, um, when he was not Doom. And when he, when, when they was, uh, you know, candy or whatever. And, um, I remember the, 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 videos and they had the, um, um, you know, they were in, um, that religious organization. I forgot what they were. I think they were called Anstar and he had the religious garb or whatever, whatever. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, alternate religions in the New York, New Jersey area that, are, you know, a lot of black and black too. And, um, but yeah, I just remember, you know, honestly, to keep it 100, I wasn't really feeling homeboy in the beginning, uh-huh. you know, cause you know, he came out in an era that was so competitive, you know, I mean, KRS was at his high, Kane was at as L was still at his high, I mean, you know, I mean, it, I mean, Guru was still a guru was, you know, was, you know, he, I mean, uh, his, his contemporary would have been Guru in the sense of somebody that just came out. And to me, guru was hot from beginning to end, um, you know, as a Boston cat. Um, but I mean, I was, but, you know, it was when he became um, doom was when, you know, I, I, it kind of hit me all at once that this was a cat basically that you know you know i find myself like doom in a way in the sense of you know he experienced death you know with some people i experienced you know death not just one person but a couple people you know what i'm saying so and how that can be very um dislodging you know and of, of perceptions and how things, you know, would maybe have naturally flown, outgrown, gone, gone, or whatever. And so, you know, when I saw Homeboy at in this new dispensation, this new testament of him, I was, you know, like it. It, it was hard for me to not like him, you know, because it was like, you know, I, I, I mean, I know so many cats that's like, I mean, I know so many cats, like that like you that didn't necessarily con- continue on that's from that era you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying that's from the pre internet era of hip hop you know when hip hop stronghold was you know was basically you know new york new jersey you know what i'm saying so you know it it was you know it it, it i don't know i i was I, I was i was glad that you know one of those cats could, you know, was able to do that. And, you know, cause that, that to me represented something special, you know, that represented something that, you know, something from, you know, the generation that I was, that I'm familiar with, you know, they came up off Mr. Magic and Red Alert and, you know, Latin Rascals and these different cats who was doing, um, doing mix sets back in the day on the radio. Uh-huh. And uh, Molly Maul, of course, Mr. Magic, um, and various even just underground cats. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you know how that sounds. How there was a particular sound in the sense of, you know, there was it, it, just with the it, it stuff that they had. There, you know, a lot of early hip hop they didn't do sampling. So uh-huh. you know, it became into sampling later. So you know, almost the way hip hop is now, what they call trap or a lot of early hip hop not completely like it was like that in the sense that there was no family. So, you know, um, you know, and you know, early hip hop was, was various. You know, it just didn't it was it was much more family oriented in the sense of a record could be played and the mother and father could sit in the room. You know, and you know you know, but anyway, without going too much off or whatever, whatever. But now definitely, um um condolence to his people or whatever and um you know um you know um you know almost like prodigy in the sense of um kinda cut too short. I mean on most hip hop cats who especially ones under fifty years old, you know what I'm saying? And um you know you know, he represents very much of of cats who 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 you know you know you know a lot of cats who made records then you don't hear about them really making records and being popular now, you know. He had that thing. He made a record then, you know, that wasn't necessarily big outside of certain hip hop circles or New York and or or overseas. And so, certain places overseas, you know, and then was able to come in this modern situation and and shine like that, you know. I don't necessarily want to drag it on too long, but I just it, it I I feel I feel bad in a sense because it was like you know you know it it, it 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 he had gone through a lot and then you know but you know things happen a certain way and definitely you know um uh-huh. you know another soldier down and um you know what I'm saying it just it, it, it in a way it's it, it's inspiring because you know what I'm saying because we're in a lot of ways cut from the same bolt of car um of 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 of, of hip hop and the different ideas that hip hoppers were dealing with in their youth and uh, you know uh, anything that was alternate was more or less for the sake of you know keeping somebody right and exact and uh, an attempt to you know shape one's behavior. Hip hop did that. You know religion did that. Um, you know, without necessarily having to go to games, you know, because the better choice, you know, particularly for those of us who had good families, you know, was was more hip, was more like hip hop, you know, whether it was sports, um, you know, fight training or, um, you know, um, you know, just, just music or the arts, period, arts and sciences, period. You know what I'm saying?
1: no doubt you know. and um i definitely think that's a big impact that everybody should get if nothing else you know like i know some people aren't going to be a certain level of hip-hop head you know what i mean and that's cool and and that's totally fine but i just always love the aspect of when as you were just mentioning earlier i'm um, that you know there's cats who who aren't doing anything anymore they're not recording they're not doing you know whatever whatever for different life reasons and you know Doom went through the entire situation. I know when you know he lost his brother back in the day through the car right. accident. He lost Subrock. You know, even mm-hmm. um this past year too. You know he lost it. He lost his son. I didn't know that. Yeah, and, um, and which was like this you know very unfortunate and all of that. So that that brother mm-hmm. went through the losses that you know a bunch of us go through in life. You know what I mean? But something you know, in was- him was still able to not just keep that creative spark for himself, but to you know inspire and do stuff for others like. For cats who look at certain things, they might be that like, "Okay, I'm not necessarily the craziest about Doom." Without Doom, for some of these heads who are like a bit younger, you wouldn't have a Joey Badass, you would not have a Earl Sweatshirt, you would not have a Tyler the Creator, um, you wouldn't have necessarily maybe a No Name, to a degree. You had cats like Drake who talked about that Doom was an influence. So you know, you had a whole generation of cats who caught onto Doom at a certain time frame, and were oh, like, God. "This is the shit." And um, I know there's a video oh, yeah. that's um out there that i saw where um i think it was like from underground hip-hop or whatever i had to look it up and see if maybe i could put in the show notes but um it shows like um when um earl sweat earl sweatshirt and um technology creator met doom at a concert for the first time they look like little boys who were so happy to see somebody looked up to giving them any props Mm-hmm. Like, they were get like, like, you know, when you go to a show and you see people who have genuine joy when they go to a show? No doubt. And see something, like, it's that type of thing. With Sino, that's one of the things I miss about, you know, hopefully when the corona ends soon and all that shit is that. Like, just that genuine, yo, oh my God, this dude who I've listened to so much, you know, and inspired me, you know, they talking to me to do an ABC. Theory. Like, it's adorable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... I think that's always the I mean, like artist too. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think I stuff like that. like that is dope, you know? And he's like worked with that. a whole I mean, bunch of different system. cats right to the end. Like I know he worked with um Conway. I think he worked with um Conway in the Machine recently. Um I know he did All a that. whole um I know he did a whole collabo joint. I can't think of the dude's name on Griselda Records. I don't think it's Conway, I think it's another dude, but it's it's escaping my mind right now. But he's working with a lot of different cats, actually through a lot of different genres. Or whatever
0: throughout the years, and um, that genre that Doom represented. Cool. Well, the genre that Doom represented will be, will 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 un uh, will, short 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 of an act of God. That that genre will be influencing from now on. You know, it just will be in one way or another. It just he, he was just one aspect. I'm saying the genre. Word. So that was the cast that you can look up on the internet and find out who was that and then there's the cats who you can't look up on the Internet or who you can't look up on the Internet and find a good name back then doing nothing. You might mm-hmm. be able to find their name doing now doing something. And, you know, it, 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 so it, that's like I said, you know, I represent that genre. So, he, you know, that's what I'm saying. That genre going to be around. And there's other jokers, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. you know. Um, so it, it's a beautiful thing, you know, it's, it's like almost anything like that, almost that black people have been involved in that, um, you know, we can go back thousands of years that once, you know, you know, once people who were very intimate with the arts and sciences once, while they still were around, it still was vibrant, you know, you know, it was just when, you know, that they passed away and then the, the love for the arts and sciences passed away is when the decay started, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, you know, it, 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 the, the, the true essence of, of, of healing music, mm-hmm. you know, uh, of, 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 soul music and just, you know, um, you know, we, we, we kind of embody that, you know what I'm saying? And we, we definitely try to bring that to people and, you know, um, In one way, I want to say that that music is is black music, but not all black music, especially currently. You know, represents healing music. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, whatever you get that from, or whatever. But you know, um, but like I said, what you know, um, you know, um, you know, everybody likes, I guess, a comeback story, and I think you know, homeboy he he basically encompassed that. You know, and uh, you know, I heard about it. I guess when I heard about it. I spoke to uh, Mary about it this morning and I was just like, Hmm, you know, cause it's like Sean Price was not that long ago. yeah. was You know, was not that, you know what I'm saying? So we talking about, you know, some of the best voices in the last 10 years, you know what I'm saying? You know, that wasn't necessarily, you know, mainstream or whatever. And um, so they all had this, you know, separate stories or whatever. And, uh, you know, and through those three, I, I would listen to those three, you know, um, you know, over most cats, you know what I'm saying, you know.
1: No um, doubt.
0: Most cats who are who are considered better than them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You know, there's some about the the voice, you know what I'm saying? There's some mm-hmm. people who are more lyrical than them, but their voice is it's just that just doesn't doesn't resonate, you know what I'm saying? But
1: no doubt. I mean. He
0: did have the voice too. Mm-hmm. Not to cut you off, but he did have the voice that where it, it was, it, it was kind of the same when he was young, but it evolved almost like Prodigy's voice. Where before he passes, that was almost, a, you know, that was one of the better voices out, and that was the, one of the best voices that they had. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, because the voice Rod Kim got now, ain't the voice, you know, you know, I mean, obviously he got older, but you see through certain people's careers how their voices has changed that they've been in the game for a while. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he had a good voice before he passed, and you know what I'm saying. And he was, you know, he, he 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 spit out some of the occult, you know, information or whatever. So he was a brother that was into that, you know what I'm saying? But he had been into that from you know, from when I first knew about him. So mm-hmm. he he continued that aspect of his um his self-development and at least he died knowing some knowing some information. He wasn't a regular nigga. You know. He he was a regular nigga and he was not a regular nigger. You know, he was, he, you know, he straddled the fence in that way where, you know, he, he could, he could be that, you know what I'm saying? And wasn't being phony. No
1: know? doubt. My older
0: brother's like that very well, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so I definitely know what that looks like, no doubt.
1: And side note on that and like the dude was able to go into a whole bunch of subject matter and it didn't, none of it felt phony yeah and it was relatable and i think that's something that sometimes MCs tend to forget because i mean when you're talking about you know the different types of you know spiritual and metaphysical aspect like he was always that way since kmd you know what i'm saying yeah but like if you look at you know some of the joints he did in the latter era especially like the jj J. doom album and um the born, especially the born like this album like those guys some stuff relatively heavy no doubt. But it's still bopped, or you just had stuff on, like, different, you know, tracks or whatever. It was, like, almost, like, just tossed in, like, how, you know, like, you have a chef tossing just a little bit of seasoning. Like, mm-hmm. it might not have been the entire joke, but you hear so you just be like, wait a second, did that dude say so-and-so? Oh,
0: mm-hmm. all right,
1: then, but then he, like, do, like, you know, then he talked about, you know, getting busy or, you know, smoking or, you know, smacking somebody up or doing whatever, whatever, or, you know, like, just goofing, like, you know, like, with, you know, the cartoon references or TV show references and a whole bunch yeah. of other stuff, you know what I mean? Like he was, I think one of the things, and I think that's something I personally just always like, I think about certain MCs, like I like average dude rap to a degree. Mm-hmm. Or in other words, like if you're talking to your peoples and you're comfortable with them, you talk about all kinds of things, right? Yeah. Everything's not always super deep. Everything's not always super political or super silly or super spiritual or whatever, but you might just be having a combo. You just hop back and forth between that. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I think, He was really freaking good in that skill while, you know, having that hip hop vibe and, you know, swag that I think was going to be natural at a time frame that he came up in and being able to continue that on as an older dude. You know what I mean? Like, it's interesting that you brought up the joint with, like, Sean Price and Prodigy and, you know, some of the other, you know, cats who transition lately. Most of these cats right Mm -hmm. now who are doing this, which is, you know, kind of scary, but also is, like, just interesting to look at, is that they're, like, age contemporary to a degree. Like, maybe, you know, a few years older to a few years younger. Like, you know, the older some of these cats are, like, some of the cats in my 90s or whatever, like, that's, like, my older cousins who are still here right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then, you know, some cats are, like, literally people who are only, like, a few years older than me. Some cats who, you know, we performed with and stuff you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying much of them less doing other joints and bringing up all those three individuals just on a real quick note I think it's interesting because during certain degrees they did little bits of reinvention of themselves while growing as human okay. beings you know what I mean like Sean Price was mm-hmm. always Sean Price <laughs> you know That's what I right. mean like um, Prodigy I mean granted you know he was I always had a namesake and so forth but he got into rhyming about different types of shit throughout mm-hmm. his recording career Mm-hmm. Or whatever, whatever. So you had certain catch a new prodigy about rhyming about A, B, C, D, or E on a certain level, you know, catch who were just, you know, straight up on the, you know, super super young head juvenile hell prodigy. With my mm-hmm. deep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just kind of living through all of this is just a very um interesting thing to see and just seeing how while none of us are old, you know, who do this show. No doubt. In other words, nobody is like fifty and above and no whatnot. Doubt. At the same time, like, we've lived through multiple generations of hip-hop joints. You know what I'm saying? And I just think that's just a fascinating thing to look at. Like, um, when I was mentioning earlier about having to convo with some cats on on my Facebook. Like, I know some of the cats on my Facebook were are are in their late 20s, early 30s. And they were talking about, I ran into doom at this time, while I ran into doom at another period of time. Of, you know, yeah, whatever, check this whatever. out, so, though. Yeah. Not to oh, cut you sorry. off, Mary.
0: Um, I forgot I forgot another death, which it, to me, and I don't mean to sound funny, is more important than Doom. Ecstasy from Woudini past.
1: I was actually going to transition into that next. I know we definitely um, um, up about Doom. Um, now, real quick side now, note. Um, I mean, I love Doom,
0: on. and I'm not shitting on his name, but, uh-huh. th- th- you know, th- th- this was before Doom. No doubt. So, this was like, see, that's why I had I, I had older brother. So, I, you know, you know, I was able to hear certain things that I might not have heard because they were they were checking it. And, you know, my brother was a big wu fan or whatever. And um um you know, one of the first hip-hop records that I heard when, you know, cuz we moved around a lot when I was young. Mm-hmm. And when we moved back into the tri-state area as kids, one of the first hip hip-hop records was a Woudini record haunted house of rock and um that was on their first album the album that had friends on it it's it's, mis- it's mistaken by most people to be their mm. first album no that's not their first album their first album had the haunted house of rock on it and um um you know um they had i forgot they 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 had a, they had a crazy production squad that was running with them Word. And I forgot, I forgot, I forgot who it was. I remember hearing. Um, I know you had Larry Smith I, at the time. I know it was. It, I forgot the brother's There's another name. I forgot name. I can't to, think anyway, of. Anyway, mm-hmm, go ahead. Uh, it, uh, um, you know, to me, they made some of the best hip hop records of all time, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because in the era, it was wu Run DMC, and Fat Boys were like the main ones before L came. So I mean, new mainstream groups, rather there were groups before them, of course, Cold Crush, you know, Fantastic Five, uh, 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 Kumo D, Treacherous Three, you know, uh, Disco Four, Dis- uh, Disco Three, well, Disco Three was Fat Boys, but, um, um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, it, 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 hip-hop was, it, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, just the energy and everything, you know what I'm saying? Um you know, um I kinda got distracted fusion. What was I saying?
1: Um you're essentially just talking about um ecstasy's um impact of Oh Maya yeah, 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 yeah. And like in he, terms um, of like how you really knew him as a kid child. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: To me, to me, because like, you know, uh, of those groups or whatever, you know, um to me Houdini was a standout. I mean, you know, of course I love Burn the M mm-hmm. C. That's just oh, that's just what it is. But wu had some of the better production on the on you know on when they were going back and forth you know i mean on the albums and you know cuz you know cuz DMC's first album was going neck to neck with wu second album so um and you know to me you know I thought wu those beats was better you know and um you know Run-DMC had rockbox they had uh suck MCs Suck MCs is one of my favorite hip hop records of all time. Um, Suck MCs and Rockbox was the, was the, were, oh yeah, it's like that, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, those were the main hits off that one. And, you know, those are, you know, Suck MCs is, like I said, one of my favorite. You know, Woudini had uh, friends. Which is to me one of my favorite hip hop records of all. That's one of the probably one of the better you know, I mean, they had a song called Friends. That was a hit record. I mean, nobody does a song about friends no more. You know what I'm saying? It's either partying and bullshit. It was about friends. And um and uh, what did they have? Friends, they had um um uh, uh what was the other joint? uh, uh Five Minutes of Funk. Mm. And um, you know, <laughs> And just to, I don't know. I mean, and, and now I think they lasted longer. Brandy MC lasted longer than them. You know what I'm saying? Because um, after about, was it, Woudini's second, I like their, you know, I still was listening to them because I play they, they made a rock record that I played every now and then. And um, I still run that record. Um, I think that was on their second album because by their, they really didn't go really past, well, by, no, excuse me, excuse me. The second album was the one, whatever, and then the, the, the what I just said was was their second, it was their third. So by their, I think by their, that was kind of, by their third album, that was it, Run the MC went further than that. And actually some of their better, some, you know, because by the time Run the MC got to, I think, um, Raising Hell, you know, I thought that was probably a pinnacle, that's a pinnacle hip hop work and a pinnacle work by them, but um, but back to home. I was just given, you know, the aspect of who Wu Dean was going against and who they were there. You know, of course there was the Fat Boys too, and Fat mm. Boys they made about four or five albums, and their first two albums are classic, or to me gems. Are just like you know, hip hop one on one. You know, it, it just it just was a time when it was it was bubbly and fun, you know. And um, Moudini was a part of that era. And I'm glad I was blessed to have kind of been able to see that, you know, to have absorbed that the the records that only got played on airway in New York, you know, that people got on cassettes that if you don't know the name of the records, how are you going to know to look for them? Hmm. You know, unless you was a record digger or you trying to look on somewhere that got a cassette playing or whatever. You know, uh, you know, or you, you, you know what I'm saying. It's it, so there's a, it's a forgotten history of certain hip hop, in the sense of certain records that was being played, and you know, artists that whatever, who didn't whatever. Just I remember going to shows and cats, you know, whatever, whatever. There was crews there, so you, you know, what happened to those crews, you know, or me going with these cats. I was, you know, I was, you know, running as a DJ with cats sometimes back in the day for so the Zipsies, whatever. We might be going to certain places. All of a sudden, fight break out. Da da You know, but you know, it, it that era, that 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 era, you know, people were wearing sheepskin coats in the wintertime because you know, hip hop was New York, so it was winter oriented. Uh-huh. You know, bombers and um, um, shell toes and um, uh, um, night. I mean, just the, the the that era that that came in because you know, I'm not trying to turn people off. Well, you shouldn't be turned off as hip hop regardless of where it's from. Especially early fun foundational hip hop is that you know it 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 it, it, it ah. and 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 from in my life we were just moving back from I because we lived in the south for a while, my family where's my father's from so we moved back to New Jersey around that time, mm-hmm. and um and and so I was hidden I was get, I I you know I thank God that I was able to get it, you know at at that time and absorb that. And, you know, niggas from New York wasn't come over to Jersey start, no trouble, especially the part of Jersey that I was around, like Newark, East Orange. And, you know, uh, uh, just Jersey in general, Elizabeth, Jersey city, Jersey in general, Trenton, you know, um, Jersey held its own outsiders, you know, outsiders who came in had family there. There wasn't niggas coming in pushing, you know, you know, so, it 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 and so it, it was really another borough in New York because it had basically the same radio stations as the main radio stations in New York. Maybe they didn't have the college stations that Mister Magic came up on, which Mister Magic was the first person to play hip hop on on a radio station in the United States. But he originally did it on a radio on uh, college radio. Then he went to WBLS, which was the, which was I think one at the time the uh, one of two black owned radio stations in New York, and was was a formerly owned by Malcolm X's lawyer, Percy Sutton. Um, so, you know, you know, hip hop is really an offshoot of really the civil rights movement in a lot of ways, you know, you know, especially, you know, with, you know, with, you know, cause before public Enemy, Melly Mel was spitting conscious stuff. So I can say that with, with Woudini, because Woudini was in that era with them, you know, Melly Mel represented Harlem and uptown and the, you know, and, you know, representing that and, you know, and the Bronx, I guess. So, you know, but it was all hip hop. So, you know, and I don't know, just, I just, I, you know, you know, God bless everybody who remembers that, who was there, you know, who, who, cause I know that, you know, you know, this death is, you know, you know, for, it's going to affect, you know, a little, it's gonna affect hip hop heads, period, of whatever age group. But then mm-hmm. there's gonna be an age thing where it's gonna be a, a different emotion because there were people who were there, and there, mm-hmm. there are two levels of there. They're there in the sense of they was in the trenches with those those dudes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there's there in the sense I was in that era and I was listening to it, and I was an artist, you know. Mm-hmm. And I might not have been out performing, but I was happy learning my craft as a kid you know what i'm saying so i'm you know i'm you know i was doing it you know what i'm saying so it, 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 it's um you know i just realized that was back to back you know what i'm saying because i heard who's ecstasy the other day then i heard doom even though doom had died earlier than what they broadcasted but that's just been saying it uh, yeah. it was like back to back and i'm like it was funny is it seems like most of the testers dying is from back east The majority of hip hop cats were passing are from back east. You know what I'm saying? And um, whether they're dying or whether they're being killed, you know what I'm saying? Let's keep it one hundred. You know, I mean, from 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 Tupac to from Tupac to now, the majority of rap niggas have been from back east. You know, and Tupac is from back east. He was adopted by the West Coast. Tupac from the Bronx, so. You know, it, 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 it. I'm not saying that there's a conspiracy. I'm just saying it's just a coincidence that, you know, the majority have been that, you know. But anyway, um, big up to, you know, I mean, big big shout out to um, everybody that love hip-hop and is definitely, you know, feeling, you know, the, you know, you know, the death of, you know, of um, these brothers and, um, you know, ecstasy or whatever. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's something. Um, that's how ecstasy, doom is foundational hip hop, but doom is really an offshot of what ecstasy and what the other cats in, you know, Bronx, Harlem and um, was doing, you know, um, you know, and as, as ecstasy was an offshot of that, but this is ecstasy was, doom was an offshot, ecstasy, ecstasy was an offshot of well, what but they, you know, it it, it 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 that was foundational in the sense of what people heard and they could play on cassette or whatever, and and the, and the stuff that they were saying. That I mean, they had an impact. You know, no doubt. you know, especially on people like me who have a soul. You know, the, those records I can still listen to those records. You know, people. Oh, I remember when I was listening. Oh, you living in the past. Right? Living in the past. Energy doesn't die. Energy oh. doesn't die. Your perception Whoa. changes.
1: I can definitely agree with that. I mean, and also a dope record is a dope record. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, for some reason, and that's a whole other conversation for another day, I'll just be very brief. For some reason, people act like, you know, there's an expiration date on dope music, especially black mm-hmm. music, especially black American music. And yeah. I've never, you know, liked that vibe. That's one of the reasons why I had brought up um, the joint with um, Doom and, you know, the younger cats earlier with Tyler, the creator and all them. Cause I'm just there like any other time you have cats, like, well, you know, old folks at least and the young people. I'm like, these young cats were thrilled to see an older dude acknowledge mm-hmm. him and doing their thing and who was still perform, you know what I mean? Because it's a continuation. Like, mm-hmm. um the with ecstasy. Um, besides the fact that, you know, one definitely one of the more dis- one of the most one of the more distinct voices in hip hop, period. You no know doubt. what I mean? Like, you no know doubt. like that like I always like the more big booming voice of hip hop. That's just how I am, or whatever. And mm-hmm. um I think definitely think that, you know, he always had that But, you know, like, if you go somewhere and, you know, you just see somebody with Joy just rhyming or whatever when they hear a joint, like, Houdini always had that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they always had that with, you know, people, you know, do the rap parts and the sing parts or whatever. And off of that alone, that's big impact besides, you know, being a natural, you know, early hip-hop foundation cat or whatever, especially in terms of, like, White was making that turn from being, you Mm. know, more underground to, you know... More mainstream, because it it still wasn't like Houdini was like super, super mainstream. But, you know, if you were like listening to anything that was remotely called black radio or urban radio, you were going to hear Houdini. Old school no channel, doubt. new school channel, whatever, right up to this day. Or you're going to hear the joints with Houdini that have been sampled. Like, you mentioned Friends. Friends is literally one of the most sampled hip-hop joints
0: out. Yeah, the drums from that. You know, I do drums, be hearing that drums. speaking
1: of Doom, Doom sampled that on the MF Food album. Yeah, I've been hearing that the young drums and that joint.
0: songs that don't, be, that don't be R&B or hip hop. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's friend drums. I heard them drums as a child. Like the yeah. actual, not necessarily they duplicated, they sampled it and just added something on top of it. I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, I know that sound. I heard that sound as a child. <laughs>
1: You know what I mean? So, like, you have, like, that type of thing that goes on where there's always some kind of continuation with yeah. stuff. So, when you see, you know, a cat like Ecstasy, who, when I'm speaking of, like, older cousin age, I'm, like, literally talking about early to mid-50s. You know, that brother, you know, transitioned at 56. So, you, you look at certain stuff that way where, like, you know, you might have been a little kid hanging with the older person. Mm. And being like, yo, they so cool, to stand and the third. Like, and there were hip-hop cats when I was reading articles about when um, he passed away who were talking, you mm-hmm. know, about that joint. like, Or, you know, it's kind of funny seeing certain MCs talking about things, especially during, like, that 80s period where I saw a mm-hmm. like where, you know, Chuck D was talking about, you know, like, I wanted, I wanted the Dev Jam tour and I was crazy nervous or whatever, you know. Dougie Fresh and Ecstasy were, you know, giving me tips in terms of how to do stuff or whatever while mm-hmm. performing live, you know what I mean? Um, you know, having guys like Q-Tip talk about, you know. Homeboy being the impact and stuff like that. It's always a continuation. I think that's something that we should always appreciate when some of these folks pass. And um, speaking of, because unfortunately we had we had like a, almost like a triumvirate for the information over like um, the past week two one um, week and a half. Um, definitely um, rest in peace and prayers, condolences, and more to family, friends, and fans of not just um, Doom and Ecstasy, but also of um, Afthofol Quinones, aka Shabadoo.
0: Oh yeah, who yeah, yeah, away. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He transitioned yeah. at sixty-five I... and whatnot, and um, yeah. you know, people know him <laughs> on certain levels or whatever. Like, I'm definitely one of those folks who knew Homeboy of you know doing his joint with um breaking or whatever. Mm. Like, you know, I'm I'm a little younger, so I you know caught him to the movie steeds or whatever later on. But he was like, he danced in a ton of stuff besides mm. doing choreography for um people later on and whatnot. Like um, you know, he did his um thing in um Chicago and then, you know, later got, you know, West Coastal or whatever. Yeah. And okay. um he was on um Soul Train. Uh-huh. Back in the day. People can actually see the um, clips of him on Soul Train or whatever. No, no, no. Um via YouTube. Um I didn't know that he was like on Broadway for a minute. Like he did some shit with um Ben Midler dancing. Back oh, in the seventies. Really? Yeah. Or really? whatever, whatever. He toured with Madonna as a primary dancer during the Who's That Girl tour. Like you know, when Madonna was Madonna, okay. Madonna, he did that. He did no choreography on some of videos. That. Um, he did stuff with Lionel Richie, Luther Vandross. Something I didn't know until you know I read you know his obituary was he choreographed three six mafia's performances at the two thousand six Academy Awards. Really? So in other words, that cat was working Ooh. right up to the end. He also um, directed um, some documentaries that he later got became a directing fellow with the um, American Film Institute so um mm. he wrote a musical, raved, dancing to a different beat he um, appeared uh. in the 2017 documentary, which is actually really good um Kings of Crenshaw, mm. if folks can go on oh, ahead yeah. and check that out, and again you know I think everybody's seen the, the clip of him doing his thing and um breaking as Ozone oh, that, with um Boogaloo Shrimp and whatnot, using breaking and you know, breaking to like how everybody says electric boogaloo and shit, or whatever <laughs> That's yeah, boogaloo, you know <laughs> That title, Electric
0: right. Boogaloo, yeah, yeah. If I'm correct, um, Electric Boogaloo. Also, shout Boogaloo out to my Afro Latino. That
1: brother was Afro Latino, you know what I mean? Mom's yeah, that, that was American, the father was, was Puerto Rican. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. That's originally that's what I was going to say. That, but what I wanted to say um, is that um, I came into contact with him before, obviously Fusion did, mm-hmm. and and my early take into hip hop was. You know, my last take is is, is, is vocals, but my early take in the hip hop was dancing, and then DJing. Well, excuse me, excuse me. Was dance was 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 was, draw, was graffiti drawing and dancing. So when you know I you know my two early movies, my three early movies was breaking, wild style, and um, basically breaking and wild style were you know when. I saw those two movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it was it's never really been the same since. Um, I remember the day, and it just like it just something just was different, you know. And um, so, but Shabba Doo, you know, you know, because you know, I was you know was in on the b boy, you know, can you know can pop a little bit. My brother was more on the and I was. The B-boy end of it. And, um, but, you know, because I would watch my brother and also watch other different cats, I got into popping also. But, you know, I just, he was an example, you know. He was, you know, um, Alfonso Rivera was, was in that era too, but he was, obviously, he was younger. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but he, you know, these are kind of cats who were getting it in and dances and, you know, <laughs> But no, nah, no, nah, definitely um, rest in peace the homeboy. And, um, you know, he, you know, that's, that's, that's a part of really that era on, on like uh, what we were talking about, you know, I was talking about Woudini, but that's just on the dance end of it, you know, mm-hmm. so that's, there, there, there are definitely cats who are passing from that era, um, I believe soon too sooner than they should, you know. I believe you have two roads. You do what you're supposed to do road, and the road that you do in the other road, you know? And I think that we kind of straddle the fence a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, because, you know, unless is a, a special a, a situation with one's incarnation where they didn't have to be here that long, but, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, I believe people are supposed to be around here longer than 49 years old, 56 years old. You know, um, you know, maybe not all the times, but you know, you know, it's just, you know, how, what, what type of emotions, what type of thoughts are we carrying? You know what I'm saying? And that's a battle, you know, um, you know, that weighs on us. What are we eating? What are we drinking? You know what I'm saying? You know, and, um, all this shit plays into it because, you know, you know, you got Deion Warwick, the sister's still around making it happen. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you know, you know, in in America. So, I mean, you know, like, you know, some people can, some people can't. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, sister's living in South Orange, New Jersey. You know, you know, you know, a lot of fly niggas came through the oranges and um, that I know personally. Um, but, um, yeah, sister, you know, so I mean, I'm, it, 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 it can, you know, I don't know, or like, you know, there's people like Bette Midler she's still doing it. or, um, Carol Burnett, you know, there's, there's people that like are still vibrant in, in a way and, you know, Jane Fonda, you know, or, you know, or there's a, there's black R&B people who just, you know, who just can't be heard because the radios are not necessarily formatted that way. You know what I'm saying? You know, or just or older artists in general of multiple genres. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and we're we're you know, it's almost more internet now based now, anyway. So you know, um, but you know, it it it, it you know, it, it, we're arts and sciences. So you know, these people were part of people that were part of that format, that puzzle, that tapestry, that 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 that, that, that those stars in the sky you know, that, that, you know, people were ruminated by, you know what I'm saying? Influence made, you know, made felt, you felt good after you, you know, engaged to listen to, you know, you know, because I know after when my, when when my, when my father passed, music played a big part on, as far as the healing. And of course, you know, um, you know, I I had, there there was a good collection of, 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 of masculine heterosexual energy around. And um, that, you know, that, you know, that was, you know, you know, or at least on that end. Of course, there was, you know, women and feminine energy that was there also. But in the sense of the 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 man brotherhood thing during that time, that was, you know. But the music was 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 I would have to say central in a lot of ways, and, and it was always meant to be that way. Music was meant to be. You know, no we, music, we 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 maybe talk up some bullshit on it, but the rhythms and vibrations was you know was you know a celebration you know of you know of us being in tune with that energy, that energy that earth spirit energy dancing and doing music the drum the first instrument then you know the the voice you know. You know the dance. You know that was all part of the celebration of, you know, of, of being in one in tune with the life force. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know the 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 man, the woman. You know, togetherness. You know, a flow of energy that's not like, you know, against one another. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know um, we don't always see that today, but you know, in the sense of the way it's supposed to be. But yeah, no doubt though. Um, you know what I'm yeah, saying. I mean, you know, um, know. it's like the end. Of, it's it's, just, it's not the end of an era, but it just seems like you realize that time is going past because you know that which was whatever is just starting to. And you know, and like I said, I think it's a little it's sooner than than it's supposed to be, as far as I'm concerned. But you know, we um we we're, we're going through, it and it's going to be all right, though.
1: No doubt. Um, and it's definitely one of those things I think you brought up that was interrupted because I think that sometimes life and people can be disappointing. Music usually isn't, at least on its own. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, I definitely know. I mean, hell, like, you know, I was just mentioning this year will be 23 years I've done the show. Uh, you get to a certain point in life, you ain't doing shit you don't want to do if you don't got to do it. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever. And certain things, you know, that might have, you know, been cool with you when you were younger, you know, might not be cool with you now. Music has always been cool for me ever since I was a teeny, teeny kid. No, no. You know what I'm saying? I just happened to come up, you know, as a hip hop generation, head on top of being around, you know, family members listening to all other kinds of music as well and whatnot mm-hmm. so when i talk about you know feeling how things have a certain continuation it's like you know it was the type of joint i literally heard in my home you know what i mean like you know i can still say my mom still listens to a certain radio station every sunday at a certain time you know mm-hmm. what i mean that does blues and r&b you know when i was you know being a younger hip-hop head even then i was there like i hear some of these joints i think i heard from this song my folks played
0: mm-hmm.
1: in this tune you know what i mean
0: Mm-hmm. whether
1: it's you know beat vibe sample etc cetera, etc cetera, you know and we still see that continuing on with other artists so while you know some of these artists unfortunately have transitioned to you know whatever the next is in terms of the next plane etc their impact is still there and people can still check out their art and get joy from it because the artist no always doubt. gives a bit of themselves when they do their art regardless oh, of the right. art and that's beyond music so you mm-hmm. know these cats did that and people you know had experienced joy at the time where it came out and or experienced joy later or still experiencing that joy when they do that. Mm-hmm. So um we kinda was actually kinda bugged out thinking about it. We kinda went through different generational cats, even though they were necessarily terribly far apart from age. Like, you know, um mm-hmm. Shabudu was the oldest. That brother was sixty five when he transitioned. Um yeah. Doom was forty nine and you know Ecstasy was like um early fifties. But just seeing yeah. like the, how that type of joint works or whatever and in a way, you know, at certain parts of their life, they've intersected with how they influenced each other. I just think um, mm. it's a very interesting thing. And while, you know, of course there's sadness when that type of um, joint happens, because, you know, if anybody had an impact in your life and they go away, you're going to feel some sadness. But um, mm-hmm. there should be joy um, experience as well that people were able to experience that through heads, mm-hmm. And folks can still mm-hmm. go forth and continue doing so. And on some levels, maybe a little easier because of how the technology is. You know what I'm yeah. saying? At this time. So um again, differently prayers, um, condolences, and strength and support to, you know, friends, family, fans, and so forth of all of those fellas. Yeah, and yeah. just of all the folks who um transitioned in terms of the creative fields at large in 2020, man. Like, um, it was a lot. Like, I think twenty sixteen well, felt like a lot when yeah, all that was going down. But this, something about twenty twenty and maybe because like on a macro level shit was kinda bugged out on multiple ends. It was mm. like, dang, yo, like this. This is kind of oh, wild, yeah. but,
0: um, I forgot, you know, um, I we thought, still keep moving on. I forgot you know? to comment. I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to get deep into it, but not everybody listens to rock, but, you know, I do like rock also, at least the stuff from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff in the 90s. But Eddie Van Halen had passed, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah,
1: no um, doubt. From Definitely. The group
0: Van Halen. And uh, they have been around from the 70s or whatever. Eddie Van Halen... Was the guitar player on um, Beat It, Michael Jackson? Mm. That that guitar solo was Eddie Van Halen, and um, you know, um, I mean, I liked it in the sense of the musicianship, because you know Eddie Van Halen at that time was one of the better guitar players, Um, at least in rock, you know, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know that you know when that was, they were big during that era of. Woudini and early school—that's oh, early hip hop. They were—they had some <laughs> big albums at that time. Mm-hmm. So there was there was a lot of music. There's a lot of people from that era who were who were definitely transitioned, who were mm-hmm. just in this mm-hmm. alternate eras. And no um, doubt, so no doubt, no doubt, Definitely respect to him, you know. Say that again.
1: Now I was just saying, definitely respect to him. You know what I mean? And um, a yeah. quick side note, like that count was a little more deeper on certain things than I knew about until he transitioned. Like, you know, I like Van Halen and stuff. But and but I mean I'm not necessarily the hardest core of rock cast, but I always respected what, you know, homeboy did. And, you know, you mentioned his guitar solo on Beat It. That cat was also a um mixed um Asian cat back in the day. So we got a lot of shit.
0: During yeah, the period when not, they were you out. You know? I mean I mean yeah, I mean I look too. at him
1: I could kind of tell like now, but I never necessarily mm. paid attention back mm. in the day. Like you know, you look at some folks. You're just there, like you're interesting looking. There might be some going on. Like I think that yeah. cat was like um, partially Indonesian or whatever. But he never denied yeah. it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's like um stuff where he talked about like how people gave them a lot of shit in general when you know those cats um came to the states or whatever, and when they're yeah. the early part of their career or whatnot. Yeah, um, it's it's really interesting. Like you know, my my mm-hmm. folks who are you know from that part of Asia knew a bit more about that than me. I mean it's like how we know about black stuff, right? Because that's just part of, yeah. you know, more of our interculture or whatever. But um, mm. you know, that, that cat was legendary on a few, it's definitely an RIP to him. And I'm um, side note, like, we're gonna get to one or two other things and, you know, this is definitely stuff we had to reflect on, on 2020. Um, rest in peace to Alex Trebek, man. Real talk. Oh yeah. Or whatever, whatever. Like, I think all of us don't know anybody else who's done Jeopardy but Alex Trebek. you know Mm -hmm. what I mean um throughout our lives and um you know know, homeboy from candor or whatever of course host of jeopardy you know people have seen him in tons of pop culture stuff or whatever um had history of being an extremely good natured dude very generous or whatever Mm -hmm. and also I think his impact is cool because it was like he's one of those cats like being smart on tv was cool you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be a dick about it but you know having intellectual curiosity is cool Mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I think you know across the board that cat had a very you know important impact with doing that and um putting things um out there on that level and I think for a bunch of folks like you know if it wasn't you it might have been your fam or whatever who watched Jeopardy at a certain period of time No doubt. you know during the day or whatever so you know he's yeah. one of those cats like you know he was an older dude or whatever you know of course you know f cancer you know he ended up I think I'm um, passing um via um, pancreatic cancer or whatever um this year. He lived for a little bit long after he had his um terminal diagnosis. I think he lived over a year or two after he had that.
0: But and what um, I didn't realize mm-hmm. I was watching one of these little side channels um that um, He did another
1: talk show beforehand was, he too.
0: He did some stuff from the seventies. Yeah He's from the seventies. He's like the Jeopardy came later. I remember seeing something where his hair was longer. I said, oh, "Okay, then this is when he was younger." I said, oh, "Okay, now I see that he had a history of of being a part <laughs> of whatever." Well, I forgot the name of the show, but it was definitely the seventies. I could tell the way the film looked and where the hair haircuts and the way the clothes were. Yeah, but, I forget um, it
1: too because like my mom was like watching um, that joint one day.
0: It was, I, I would have done like is that Alex
1: I mean, he, he was like clearly like he had like a little like a white man fro going on. Yeah. And yeah, um, mustache yeah. and shit. Like I can't think of the name yeah. of the show worth a damn. But I was like, damn, Alex been yeah. I mean, when you see some of these folks, you like you you think they've been in the game for a minute. But I was like, Oh, you've been in the Alex game the game damn. for a minute. Yeah, damn, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Like when they had boxy cars and shit as, you know, prizes. Yeah. <laughs> Era Alex Trebek, yeah, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, definitely, you know, R I P to him or whatever. I mean, in general, when people do creative stuff, I'm always gonna, you know, feel and appreciate but I think when you have people who have a good nature vibe throughout what they do, that definitely has to um, be acknowledged. So I wanted to toss that out there real quick because you made me think about that when you talked about um, Van Halen. Um, let's see here. Um, 2020, I know for a lot of people, was a rough year on personal and big levels. I hope that everybody does have a better 2021 on multiple ends. You know, folks go you know towards their goals and dreams. You know, definitely be tied into their loved ones, friends, fam, etc., Um, 2020 was not the best year, but not the worst for me. I mean, 2019. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people had the had the 2019 I had personally in 2020. Like that's not saying that you know going through some of that stuff was easy. But I personally can't say it's a particular way. But I know a lot of people you know went through some shit this year. So um, Mm -hmm. I definitely you know hope folks have a better year on those levels. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm glad for the folks who said that you know biz that we did help them out a bit that's always good, you know, and whatnot, like, even if it's just, you know, you listen to, you know, us talk like we've been doing, and or the music for a few hours, that helps you out through the day, definitely do so, um, life is going to have its struggles, but I think, you know, we all, you know, can, you know, go forth and make it, definitely keep the good nature folks in your life, as long as you can, appreciate those folks as long as you can, and, um, I'm just gonna touch base on a few other quick things before we go on ahead, and, um. Get into um Fuse Box Radio twenty twenty one and whatnot heavy. Um, let's see here. Speaking of friends and stuff, I just saw this interesting article about twenty twenty in regard to how people kinda had more insular lives or whatever because of um corona happening and whatnot. And it talked about how um some people were like, you know, you can might walk out of this next year or two with less friends, or what less of what you consider friends. And this is through the um, CBC. And part of it was just because of, you know, how people are looking at the health situation or whatever. But part of it is because this might be the first time that people are reflecting on who really their friends are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And how deep their ties are. And I think that's something that happens when you age in general. But Mm -hmm. I think it's always interesting when, you know, you kind of had that rubber meets the road period. Mm -hmm. And you see where stuff is, like, you know does not necessarily mean somebody's a bad person, but you know, maybe your interactions were surface. You might be there like, okay, I'm not gonna write you off, but I'm not gonna put you on like my, my, my deep hierarchy of friendship, you know what I mean? And mm. um yeah, it's like just went into um stuff like that a bit, and that's one of those things I think that, you know, when you if you have like like friend to me is a term that people use very lightly, unfortunately. Yes indeed. And um If you have, like, five to ten friends, you have a plethora of friends. That doesn't mean acquaintances or whatever else are bad. You know what I'm saying? Not Mm -hmm. at all. But at the same time, like, you know, that, you know, you might not be able to provide some shit for somebody right now. Are you down on your luck or whatever? And that person is still with you? And they ain't blood-related? Like, you know, that's some real shit. And I think that... Let me
0: just say something real quick. I I want you to continue. But I was just thinking about that in reference to, like, you talking about friends. There are some people who, who, who lay down, you lay down who you want to lay down, with. but there's some people who lay down with people who they should not fall asleep around. You know, cause like, when you think about it, you would, you know, if, you know, when you, when you're asleep and you're really asleep and there's somebody around you that you're not sure that, that they really care about you, you know? I mean, I just had some experiences in the last 10 years, and that uh, let me realize that, you know, who you have around you is particularly when moments get intimate and maybe people can fall asleep. You know, it's, it's important that, you know, you understand who you have around you and that you that, you know, that if you are going to have somebody around you that you don't necessarily care about on a certain level, you don't necessarily need to be asleep around you. You know, because people run run through shit. They do, you know, male or female, you know. So I just that made me think about that. And and, and and to have around you somebody, you know, obviously not everybody is going to have a deep connection with everybody else they sleep with. But I'm just saying, but in in the sense of having people around you that, you know, you know, you because know, I, I learned from just being around certain people's animals, you know what I'm saying? You know, if I... I am an anim- I mean, I don't have animals now, but I grew up with animals and that, you know, if you had to be a special person, if my animal don't like you, you had to be very special because they have a sensor, a, a, a sensor that human beings don't have. So they're picking up on something like, cause I met this lady recently and um, her, one of her cats didn't like the the dude that she was fucking, you know, turned out that it, it, it turned out that he was on some scheme shit to try to get through some, some money. So it was funny how the cat picked up on it, you know, and um, she was u- oblivious, you know, giving head, fucking, sucking all that, and then the cat was like, Nah, I ain't fucking with this nigga. You know, every time you come in the house, bolt into the next room, you know, wasn't fucking with him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we don't a lot of times understand. You do what you want to do, but have a certain caliber of person around because they have they have bad intentions and you know, you know, bad intentions of. Not telling you about, very, you know, uh, uh, STDs, you know, or you know, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Of you know, whether they are gonna look through your shit or you know, piss and shit on your shit. You know, I mean, in other words, like fuck your shit up. You know, unawares to you. You know, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And you know, but that comes back to what she was saying in the sense of the the, the having a person that that basically who you can trust. You know, you're not no going to be in to trust anybody to percent but just to have something like that, you know, and then, you know, and most of the people that I know like that are people I knew from when I was a child. You know, I, I only knew people who are like that are females. You know, all, you know, you know, you know it, dudes don't make friends the same way when they're older, the heterosexual dudes don't make friends the same way they did when they were young. You know they can, but it's normally when they're older. It's more business oriented. It's not whether completely about whether they like one another. It's kind of about almost a connection. You know, almost. It, it, it could be friend, but it's more. It's definitely more. You know, I'm more. You know, I'm like. You know, I I I don't really hang out with. You know, most of the people I hang out now are, with, are females now. But I mean, you know. You know, I mean, you know, because I came up, you know, my homeboy, you know, but everybody's moved around the country. You know, some people are overseas, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, you're older and, you know, you know, people could have family obligations the older they get and da-da-da-da, you know. So, so, you know, friends become almost a thing a lot of times, especially if you're not living in the same state as them that, that you, you know through telecommunication through the phone or through the Internet, you know, because they're handling their business somewhere else now. And you know what I'm saying? Cause I, you know, most of my brothers in California, one of my closest homeboys is in North Carolina. You know, I got, um, one of my other closest homeboys is, is, is doing music. Like one of my homeboys from when I first started DJing homeboys, he's over in the UK. So it's like cats is everywhere. So, you know, you know, it, it that's just a part of, I guess when individuals get older, individuals, have, uh, different paths to do different things. and, you know, so friend to 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 have somebody who's a friend that's close that you can trust, you know, you know that's a that's a good thing. There's, and I know people who have that, but um, you know, um, people that I can, you know, I don't have any dude that I. I mean, there's certain dudes that I can trust where I'm at, you know. Mm-hmm. I say maybe about two, you know what I'm saying, and um, um but you know, they it it it. it, it Trust is a funny thing, and friends is a funny thing. You know what I'm saying you know that's why i see I see you know I, a lot of people are alone a lot of people are alone for for various reasons, but you know you know, it, 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 I don't know I, but everything think- is gonna be all right it's It's more about the perception that everything is okay, and that you know at the end of the day, if you're not lying to yourself and 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 giving off negative energy and um, hiding the fact that you are getting up. And if you're, you know, being straight up and, you know, I think the life force works in a certain way, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you know, some, you know, you know, I don't know. There's so much, there's so many avenues you can jump through off, off, off that. And I'm just trying to obviously cut it short because we've been on here for a while, but mm-hmm. we definitely glad the audience and, um, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, Cause I think when you talk about arts, sciences and people dying that kind of touches in combination that kind of touches a, a you know, a soft spot in people because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you were, you grew off this, this stuff, you know what I'm saying? You were influenced by it or you, you were influenced by the era. You know, it wasn't just when you hear that, the people talking grandstand about, they're, they're not talking about that person. They're talking about the era no because doubt. the era influenced them. And they came up in that era. Like I said, it was from top to bottom. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was magnetic it was electric it was it was all type of energy at one time it was a renaissance you know of of of, of it was kind of a renaissance in, 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 in music and in dance you know cause, you know breaking and b-boying and um, popping and locking was coming you know so there it, 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 there was a lot of stuff going on between the late 70s and the early 90s you know what i'm saying which is clearly the better time you know I'm glad that I had consciousness during that time, and um, um, you know, and that's basically the time. Basically, everybody we've been talking about was kind of showing their stuff or whatever. And uh, it's timeless, to say the least.
1: No way. doubt, no doubt. And um, I thought that article, and there was also one in the Washington Post that talked about um, male friendships, more specifically, in terms of like how some cats had to start reassessing, you know, those type of friendships when they weren't necessarily able to, you know, do stuff like always go out or whatever and getting uh, more service, but I think just in general like, the world is very interesting because it's more insular than ever because of the um, current health situation on certain levels mm. but it's also more interconnected because we got the technology to be in touch with certain people
0: yeah. or we have
1: or, or, or more people have access to it you know, of, of course unfortunately everybody doesn't have certain things like we you know, we're on the east coast around urban suburban areas, we got access to more certain stuff that you know, some cats unfortunately might be rural don't have or whatever else but um I think when you look at those if you if you live in a in a home family situation if you didn't already know something about somebody you probably know something about them this year this past year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, good, bad, and different. Like I've known people whose um marriages have gotten stronger than ever. I know people who got straight up divorced. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> um
1: because you know, unfortunately, you know some things. You know, you you go th- you go through a life of of a certain routine, right? Certain parts of people's routine aren't here anymore. You're mm-hmm. around each other more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether you know it's just y'all as a couple, or y- or y'all with children of different ages, or whatever, right? Because you don't got like your kids going to school necessarily per se, depending on where you're at at the moment. Like here, I think we still got um at the moment we still got um what the hell they call that virtual learning or whatever. Mm-hmm you know what I'm saying, and where, where I live in Maryland. Um, you got folks who, you know, they might have not have already been in a great situation, but going to work at least was something that they could do to distract themselves. Some people weren't, mm-hmm. weren't able to do that. They might have had to work from home, or they might not unfortunately have employment at the moment, depending mm-hmm. on how certain stuff is. You know what I'm saying? Some folks who always leaned on going to the bar the club or whatever to unwind. A lot of places that's not happening right now. Some places it is. But a lot of places, that's not happening right now. You know what I mean? You are getting to know a person probably on a deeper level than you might have known beforehand. You know? (laughs) And um, for some people, those were good situations. For some, it was bad. And for people who already weren't in great situations um, because everybody, unfortunately, doesn't have a safe home to be to. You know? No doubt. Um, And I definitely feel very bad for those individuals. Um, Some folks had things get to another end. So I think you learn a lot about relationship type of stuff at large um just in terms of y'all being around each other a bunch and also in regards to um just really seeing where shit is at you know what I mean and who you when you get a chance to reach out to people who you reach out to and so forth because I mean you know everybody ain't gonna be having everything pop off lovely in a pandemic you know what I mean like I'm not going to catch feelings that I'm not always hearing from certain people all the time but what I do hear from my peoples, you know, if we can reconnect the way we, we've been, it's all good, you know, because we're all going through different life stresses and so forth. And mm-hmm. um, I think people at least because, you know, let's be honest, certain things are going to get back to what we perceive as normal, normal until maybe spring or fall of this year. Mm-hmm. Whether you look at it in terms of you know control of the medical things or whatever, and also in terms of people wanting to have stuff be open and have less risk, it's not going to get to a certain point. What lessons yeah, are we going I to learn from this? It's going to
0: be a whole year go past. I
1: mean, I mean, truth be told, from different things, I you know besides what I've observed and you know, um, we were talking like earlier today, like there's folks I know who do you know certain medical things or whatever. Um, I think like spring is very enthusiastic. Like fall yeah. might be the earliest or whatever. I think you know psych- what I'm I think
0: this thing is a psychological it, fuck to a lot of people and they're going to be thrown off. So I don't think it's I don't think it'll be back normal within people's own minds and within society in general's minds until at least another a whole nother year. At least
1: it, 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 people it, it, are it, paranoid that's... about
0: something. People are paranoid about <laughs> something Jeez. that they're being told about. You know, a virus doesn't attach itself to a certain type of body, period. And that's the type of body when individuals uh, put certain things in, put the right things in, you know, put the right nutrients in. And, of course, the right, have the right proper perceptions and thoughts and emotions. You know, it it doesn't happen. So, you know, it's more And then on top of the...
1: mm -hmm. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead,
0: go ahead. Now, I'm going to say,
1: and then on top of the aspect of, like, uh, besides what people have in their own house, we got to learn how people do stuff on the outside, Right. Because, I mean, that's a whole other conversation I think we'll get into on another show or whatever. But in terms of, here's the basic things that you can do to at least try to reduce something. Because let's be honest, sometimes life is just fucking unfair. You may get something, you may not get something, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, if you are willfully not doing the basic things to try to reduce certain stuff, you're learning a lot about people on that end too. You know what I mean? Cause um, I'll be very short on this end. Cause like for me, let's say like the entire wearing a face mask to go to a store. Like that's been happening in Maryland since like April or whatever. DC Metro at least since around that time. Like even if you feel the mask only does so much, if it makes somebody else feel better, what is the harm? Mm-hmm. What is the harm in that? Because if we want to keep it all the way live, and I am not an anti-science person, I'm like I think it's weird that. You wanna like fuss and, and you know be ready to, you know, fist fight somebody at the stove if they just want you to wear a mask while you in line, but you ready to line up and get a vaccine. Yeah. I don't understand how that works. You know what I'm saying? And you know, that, that to me is just the weirdest shit in the world where you're just there like, I'm a protest by not wearing a mask and, and not washing my hands. Shouldn't mm-hmm. be washing your fucking hands in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's, it's mm-hmm. wild to me to see that. Just in turn of making somebody else feel feel better. Like that should be a community thing. Y'all should want to feel okay. Or Ooh. as okay as you can in um a particular situation. I definitely have seen quite a few things um on that end too, but um I think we I think if you already haven't learned certain stuff about people, you definitely have learned over this past year. You probably will throughout this upcoming year. I just think you know, like I said beforehand, you know, hold on to those people who are good natured and dope tight. You know, if you have new people who come into your life and they're that way, embrace that blessing. For those who have definitely been riding with you for a long time, embrace that blessing. If you are blessed to have good family and friends, definitely hold on to those folks.
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, and Lord knows with this accident, like, I definitely know who has my fucking back. You know what I'm saying? And um, it wasn't like I didn't know certain things beforehand, but it got reinforced even more afterwards. And, um, you know... I hope that people learn this even if they don't have to go through certain things. I know, I've known a few folks who gotten different levels of COVID or whatever, mm. of different ages and stuff. Like, mostly older but even like some people who are like age contemporaries or whatever. Some people just had, you know, the flu-like joint they got through. Um, Some folks if you look at them stereotypically and, and you know they healthy as shit, you know, some of those cats you know almost caught it. And maybe it's not because of um the virus itself. We got to remember that we still got a public health disparity thing here. You probably have an mm. equal amount of people dying of the health disparity, public health disparity in this country, at least as much as the yeah. disease itself. But that's all, again, a whole other yeah. country for another day. We just got to look at, let's do the best for ourselves. And I think that within itself, by just being a kind person does, mm. you know, the best for others, because as we've seen throughout 2020, like, a lot of stuff is very clear if it wasn't already right now. Like, you don't got to be an intellectual to be like, certain shit is fucked up. You know what I mean? You don't got to be like a politics nerd or whatever type of nerd to be like, yo, these rich motherfuckers don't want you to get a stimulus check of any kind. They just want you to work and die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Regardless of how you politically label yourself. That should be seen as fucked up. Washing your hands shouldn't be seen as fucked up. You know what I mean? But we also got to look at the aspect of some people didn't let go of certain bad societal things in their lives, maybe until now. Mm-hmm. And while I think we can ex- exercise compassion and things, at the same time, we can't be stupid. No, you know, no. I'm, like, I'm like, on a certain level, I feel sorry for cats who they there, like, everything I knew about America was wrong. <laughs> I'm also a black American woman, so I'm just here like, mm, we done been told you that shit, but okay. <laughs> you know, but, um... Mm-hmm. You know, I hope we all yeah, just yeah. get um. I know we all get all this um and everything better. And um, lastly, just a real quick um few notes of some dope pop cultural stuff. I want to recommend definitely watch um Netflix's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It is very good. Um Chadwick no Boseman doubt. um did a spectacular performance as his last performance. It is kind of wild seeing him doing that last performance too. But um Glenn Thurman does his thing. Um uh, Viola Davis definitely does her thing. And um, whatnot, and all the um, actors and actresses did. It's it's a oh, relatively yeah. short. It's barely about like maybe an hour thirty or so. So you can sit down and um, watch that joint. Of course, of um, the Mandalorian, if folks did not already. Oh R&L, yeah, I
0: wanted to make a peep comment peep that on joint. that because I had mm-hmm. never spoken about it. We I had finally started seeing the Mandalorian last <laughs> time that we did an intro, and you know I'm a Star Wars. You know I'm I'm day one Star Wars, so I was Star Wars as a child. So. What's funny about The Mandalorian is that that was the character as the child that I liked. You know, of course, after Luke and, you know, Luke, Chewie, Han, and, you know, I mean, the main characters. But after the, the main character was the Mandalorian figure as a child. And so when I'm seeing this as an adult, I'm like, hmm, okay. I remember the Boba Fett character. I had the little things, the the, the the toys as the kid or whatever. And um, so I finally got to check it out. And um, saw both seasons. I thought that I was, I, of course, the last season finale, uh, the rescue. You know, when they brought, I mean, it was genius. I
1: mean,
0: no doubt, you know, they brought Luke back. I mean, I mean, like, like, because I, I didn't assume it was Luke. I thought it was somebody else or whatever. And then when they, when I saw that, I was like, I mean, you know, like, it, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't make sense for well, let me not say it like that. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think it's a good idea to cut out people from that era in this, <coughs> and then Jeez. on whatever level, you know, and I heard, you know, you know, I, I just thought that was a good look, you know, Lucas Films, um, Filoni, and all the all the um, guys that are involved in, you know, putting that together. I think it's a, I think it's a good work. I think it was good for to get Carl Withers. Carl Withers, of course, you know, was, to me, Carl Willis is one of was one is was in one of the better drama movies of all times and that's Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um and so I Carl to do you on was,
1: Esposito real quick as
0: well. Yeah, yeah. Definitely big up to Carl Esposito. I mean, I just definitely wanna give up Carl Willis because Carl Willis I mean, he's with he's with Harrison Ford and and Navarone in the sixties. So he predates most of the people on the set. You know, and he was in Rocky, so you know, nobody on set has a movie like Rocky. You know, only people or or maybe people who are part of the Star Wars thing. But as far as everybody else, nobody has that. At least amongst the men, you know, so, you know, um, and, you know, and the Mandalorian, of course, my man, uh, uh, Gino Carl Esposito, um, of course, um, uh, representing Brooklyn, New York. You know, he's in there doing his thing or whatever. And I just I think, you know. The whole thing, everybody, G-Caw, I mean, I like the female warriors. I think, I, I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm loving them. You know what I'm saying? And I just think it was a good project. I'm, 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 I give thumbs up to everybody in the, uh, the Lucas films. And I think they're doing a, you know, cause, you know, I'm day one, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know, whatever, but, you know, it, it definitely gets a stamp of approval for me. I was, I didn't. I was. I didn't see it until I got Disney Plus the other day, and I was like, "Okay, I see mm-hmm. what the." Um, and of course, having the baby Yoda. I mean, you know, I, you know, that was, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to be funny is how they're going to pull it off without the baby Yoda. You yeah, know? I'm curious how season you know,
1: three, really? which, which has been greenlit, is going. I'm curious about how that's going to roll.
0: I mean, I, 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 at first, cause before I saw it, I was like, "How are they doing this?" And then when I saw it, I was like. Nah, it was I. I. I it, 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 it. There was so much that I saw in it that I, that I can't say, it's because of time or whatever. But it, it just reminded me of some some um, people that I know. And um, but now nah, definitely everybody. If you haven't seen Mandalorian, that should be something you should check out.
1: No doubt, and um, you know John's definitely more of a, a a hardcore Star Wars fan than I am. Like I like Star Wars. John is Star Wars, mm. Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I'm definitely um, hardcore.
0: Definitely.
1: You know what I mean? Like, But like the Mandalorian, to me, at its best core, is a space western. You know what yeah. I mean? Just to keep it short. And um, I think they do an excellent job with that. All the actors and actresses on there are excellent. Um, for people who have not seen the um, Clone Wars cartoon, um, shout out to Rosario Daw- Dawson for being a um, Mahsoka Tano. And they brought it brought her into the series in a different way or whatever as an older chick or whatever during a particular period of time. Um, for for people real quick with Clone Wars, um, she was actually one of those folks who had um, rolled with Anakin when he was young. If people see the cartoon, okay. I think that's actually on Disney Plus or what. I think you would like it. Um, there's certain okay. seasons that aren't dope, but I think you would like it. But side note, like how they brought her in, I thought was really really dope. And if you know people mm-hmm. have seen the other movie in terms of them being there, like oh wait a second, you're one of those so and so and so's. From back in the day, how you know the little um baby Yoda um Grogu joint recognized her or whatever, like when she said his name and all the other type of shit, like that shit was dope. On top of you know the the, the Luke appearance, like I didn't expect it, yeah. So I was already into that it. I'm was just perfect. there, like, I was just there, like, oh, so y'all are tying ties on multiple ways and timelines,
0: yeah. So that was um, perfect, them putting that in there. That was perfect. I, I don't think that you know, bringing bring book back in the mix or whatever. A, that shit was cool. Than that. You know what I'm saying? And just the way the way that that last scene from the time Luke came on until, you know, they recognized that, you know, this was, you know, the Goku had to go. And just that scene and then the warriors were just sitting there watching as they were going away. That that scene was was, that was shit. I was like Mm. I said that just the emotion, it just they went from just like terror to this you know what I'm saying and then to you know, that that roller coaster of emotion that was there, that was that was that was good. I was impressed with that. I was impressed with that.
1: Like like Disney Plus was like um like Disney Plus was something I was like, this is cool, but I didn't necessarily get till later on, like when the first season of Mandalorian dropped. But mm-hmm. um man, like like they're going hard, man, with this Star Wars and uh Marvel content Cause a WandaVision drops in two weeks. That's okay. going to be crazy. Um, let's see here Um, oh the Pixar soul movie for people who like cartoons I liked it I think it was Mm -hmm. a very very nice um, flick or whatever and um, shout out to Jamie Foxx and all the folks who were tied in with um, that joint I think it was a really nice little movie that um, people Mm -hmm. can um, go ahead and check out but um, you got um, the Marvel What If series is dropping soon Um, they're going to have that Boba Fett spinoff you know what I mean yeah, like I don't know if people remember like the end credit joint or whatever. That's actually gonna end up being a spinoff. Oh, of, really? um, the Joint, yeah. So that's going to be interesting, and whatnot. And um, yeah, like um, and also oh, so quick side note. Um, Disney Plus has this um these mini documentary joints or whatever they touch based on different parts of um Marvel or whatever, and they got mm. a joint that was on the, um, the Japanese Spider Man series and um i know people might have like seen like the memes or whatever japanese spider-man joint or whatever but that shit is kind of fly if you want to go ahead and um (laughs) peep and um check that joint out and just see you know how people did the interpretation of the character over there and um how certain stuff worked and um also too um one other quick um recommendation before um we um get out and boogie actually too um the new season of big mouth is on netflix um people like you know kind of bugged out cartoons with hard dad join us um on there and I think that season was really good. Just for the um not to give stuff away, but just for the Missy arc alone who's like the mixed black girl in the series. Um mm-hmm. that arc is excellent to me. I think they did an astounding job. And if people know Big Mouth, like I said, this is it has a little bit of like outrageousness to it, but it actually touches based on some like kind of really sincere shit. Like if you were like growing up as a teenager or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, all I'm going to say is look for the Code Switch episode. That shit is wild. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think mad black folks are going to eyeball that joint and be dying on multiple levels when they check that out. And um, also there's a Japanese series called Alice in Borderland for people who like um, sci-fi type of joints, like kind of semi-dystopian joints. Um, That was an unexpected watch for me, but that um, is really, 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 really good. If folks would have checked out, well, no. like essentially um real short summation. Um, it's like these three kind of misfits dudes are like just chilling like in Japan one day, and then all of a sudden one day, um, they like had to go they're like running away from the cops or whatever, they go into this room, all of a sudden the the power goes out. But when they come back out when the power's out, there's nobody in the town. But there's signs talking about you got to come over to this um particular building and and play these games so you can live longer or whatever. And just seeing the way these cats interact with each other and the other people who are still remaining in the town who don't know what's going on, um, because I don't really want to give away the ending at this this juncture. But um, it is really really good, and like the directioning and stuff is excellent. And um, it's supposedly based off of, of um an anime or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's all live action. But no they damn. pull off some they pull off some wild shit in there. So if you like action, um sci fi type of joints, like they got dubs, so you don't gotta like read subtitles if you don't want to or whatever. But um. Yeah. It's like about 40-something minute episodes. It's really good, and certain things on there are actually really touching when you see what happens to some of these characters. But um, definitely go ahead and check that out. And, um, you know, we're going to probably, I think even maybe one day we need to sit down and talk about The Mandalorian, just as a separate show. Because um, yeah. I think we're both really big fans of it. I think there's stuff that you've seen in it that I might not have seen and vice versa. And, um, yeah that'll be cool or whatever. But yeah, just wanted to recommend um some cool joint to eyeball if you haven't already done that for um in 2020 for the 2021. I'm definitely glad mm-hmm. to be able to sit back and record today. It's a little chilly in this corner of the East Coast and whatnot, but um, that means it's a perfect time to sit down and get some things done and mm-hmm. all of that. And um, you got your Sunday sessions with the futon done, thefutondone.com, 2 to 3 p.m. live. You got your replays that are going to be going on um no, throughout wait. the week and whatnot um folks might actually get on a little later today depending on um people's uh, mode or whatever Or on saturday maybe a little early um maybe get a tribute mix or something like i gotta see what the what mood people are in um fuseboxradio.com you can subscribe to the radio show that way you can see our virtual events and you know hopefully sooner than later live events happening history of the show how to submit music um show archives of course Etc. Etc. Join us on all of our social media, either at Fusebox Radio or the futon done at the end. Just search it, you'll yes, find indeed. it, or just, or just hop on your Google's mm-hmm. and you'll find us. Um, Thank you very much, nice,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Thank no you very doubt, more pretty, pretty gentlemen, pictures of us will be up soon. For checking us out, for checking and us whatnot. out, and we definitely want you to come back again. We very indeed. much appreciate it. We love that you gave us audience, and uh, we're going to be going. No doubt. And
1: um, just lastly, you know, as we always say, you know, you don't got to love and agree with everything that we say, but the fact that, you know, you listen in and it might have sparked conversation for you and inspired thought and so forth means that we've done quality, independent, um, radio and media at large especially black media yes, and, and radio. radio and we want to be able to go on and um continue Thank that um spring 2021 will be 23 years much. of the show um it's going to be good. really crazy that in 2024 it'll be 25 years this show's got done i already had some folks like what are y'all doing i'm like i got no idea yo living and then we'll see you know what happens um, from there. We probably Nothing will do some type we, of celebrating
0: Keeping it thing. lovely and funky. Always pretty, never ugly. We're glad that you joined We We love you. No Indeed.
1: Fuseboxradio.com, thefutondone.com. Subscribe, watch, and enjoy. Recommend us to, you know, your peeps if they already don't know, you know, how folks do already and um yeah man uh, we always love and appreciate y'all for um being a part of this um vibe and um checking us out and um for some of y'all man um as i saw on um, my facebook earlier um on the born day um literally have been rocking with us for um quite some time like some no folks doubt. have literally been rocking no with doubt. heads since wrsu which like blows my fucking mind and even just seeing some people just they the like you know yeah i've been listening 10 plus years i'm like what what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Because, um, I don't know if people know and I'll be real short about this, neither of us originally went on this path. No doubt. But, um, whether you want to believe in, you know, your deity, your choice, the universe, etc., they brought us onto this path. You know?
0: No doubt. And, no doubt.
1: Again, I just want to appreciate thinking. that we're able to do what we do, and people yes, like and respect what we do, what we do. So, yeah, man, yes, we're going to get indeed. into some things. Fuseboxradio.com to Yes, indeed.
0: Yes, to indeed. Yes, indeed. KJ Many thinking, We the finest niggas in creation. Out. Yes, indeed. Fusebox Radio out. You can listen to the Fusebox Radio broadcast via iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Podcast Attic, and your other favorite podcast players. Check out the Fusebox Radio's official. Official website for our latest episodes, events, and more at Fuseboxradioonline.com. You can also visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, Twitter at twitter.com slash Fuseboxradio, and Instagram at Instagram.com slash Fuseboxradio. Feel free to contact us at FuseboxRadio Radio at G- gmail.com to submit music for airplay consideration,